Great. Okay, let's start. Okay, yeah. welcome to the show. Eat with the owner. Thank and, you. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thank you. Your name? Uh, William. William Rossi. Rossi. And my name is Fei Gang Fei. And today will be the episode 33, I guess, for this uh, interesting small, small project. <laughs> yeah, amazing. <laughs> okay. Hopefully it gets bigger. Hopefully. And hope more people are going to watch the video and then know the stories about you and my story as well. Yeah, so. I, I have I probably have a lot of friends who might be interested in this too. So maybe we could add some more okay. numbers. <laughs> Great. And to save the time, uh, we can always order first because okay. I can put the order to the kitchen so they can cook the food that we talk okay. and then we eat. Okay. Okay. Great. Let's do it. I believe you've never been here, right? Never so, been here. Okay. So I think I've walked by it too many times. <laughs> <laughs> So we are. So I'm of, the kind of guy that loves to have someone who knows more about the cuisine decide okay. what we order. Okay. So I, I want to let you be in charge, and <laughs> okay. I'll be the confirmer. <laughs> okay. Okay. Great. And uh, if that's okay with you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And uh, what kind of Chinese food were you? Uh, did you try before? Oh. I've tried. Genital um, chicken, familiar. Yeah, all of the yeah, <laughs> Americanized ones, and I've had. I, I used to live in Singapore for a little bit, so I've had okay, some more, traditional, more yeah. authentic and yeah. traditional, for yeah. sure. Give me one second. If that's the case, hmm. But I eat everything, so I wouldn't, yeah. yeah. Spicy okay as well? Spicy is okay, but <laughs> you will watch me sweat. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah exactly. But it's okay. We have air conditioning behind us. Yeah. <laughs> Don't cool me down. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna get the appetizer. We called uh, what is that called? Uh, noodle salad. That one's the. It's like a jellyfish texture. Okay. Like the Chinese people all know. All Chinese people know this okay. dish. Yeah. Okay. But cool. like uh, outside China is a little bit weird. You you can you can tell me. Okay, that. I like that. No, that, okay. that's that's the best. I like things that most people would think is weird. Okay. Basically, Great. as long as it's more authentic. Hmm, actually, the let's do a crazy pork. Okay. The we call it twice cooked pork, and uh, it's a little bit oily and spicy. So okay. this one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. And another thing, let me try the cumin beef. Always good. And the things we are kind of all you can eat event. <laughs> yeah. So we a little bit more. Uh, that works. I haven't had one thing to eat today, so. Okay. That's, that works. Uh, steam rice as well. Yeah, sure. Okay, for me, I'm not. I skip skip rice. Okay. Uh, steam rice, so I can eat more dishes. Oh, I like that. Oh, I'm okay with not doing it then. It's, that, that's, it's a good, that's a good idea. Seriously? Yeah. It's I'm a little not a, bit I'm salty. Not... I actually a little bit salty. If all. Okay, let's do it just just to have it. Yeah, one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, just like one small one. Yeah. yeah. To be honest, I watch my weight a lot. Me too. I want to skinny. I want to be skinny. <laughs> that's what, that's what yeah, I'm saying. I, I play soccer every week. Every week. Okay. Every Sunday morning. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. So, uh, try to uh, <laughs> stay fit. Yeah, yeah. I actually during the day I starve myself. When I finish work at the, going home around ten, mm -hmm. I always get the the drumstick. Mm -hmm. The the ice cream. Yeah, ice cream. Wow. It's that's bad. how you. That's how you're saying you're watching your weight. That's bad, I know, but it's nutrition-wise, it's maybe bad idea. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. 
I'm not going to be your nutritionist yeah, yeah, today. Yeah. Okay. I quickly I'm going to run down. Probably one minute I will be back. Okay. Yeah, ten minutes and uh, it's keep rolling. Yeah. <laughs> I'll keep everyone entertained. If you if you don't hear the noise, uh, or if you start to hear this noise, it is raining really really hard outside, and there's there's a skylight right over us here, right behind us. So it's making a, a lot of noise. It's okay. Hasn't rained here for a long time, so we'll let the water, let let the clouds cry. Crowd, the clouds have been super happy for a long time. I've been keeping everyone company. So I hope it's still running. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> so I. Uh, I, I found your channel like uh, some months ago. You're always busy traveling. I contacted you by, I guess, Instagram, right? Yeah. Have the really good like YouTube channel Sprout. Thank you. Yes. Is that, it says Sprout, right? Sprout, yes. Yeah. That's a nice name. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I always buy in the Chinese restaurant, you always have the chop suey we call bean sprouts. Mm -hmm. The same sprout. Same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But I added an H. Yeah, so, yeah, you added H, yeah. But I made it, it's, a, it's there. For personal growth, in yeah, a yeah. sense, so I can so seriously. You thought about that too? Yeah, the whole thing. The bean sprouts. I thought about the bean sprouts. Yeah, <laughs> but but honestly, most of it is yeah. is um, with relation to like a flower. Okay, okay. So um, everyone admires a flower, right? Yeah, yeah. And every flower was originally a seed. Yeah. Right. So you had to plant a seed, yeah. but not every seed becomes a flower. So if once you plant a seed, you have to take care of it. You have to consistently yeah. maintain it, apply sunlight, yeah. give it water, right? feed it. And then only once it receives enough care yeah. consistently will it go into the next step. And what's the next step is it starts to sprout. Yeah. Ooh. So okay. for me, my brand is yeah. same concept but with personal growth. You want to use your glass there? Or yes. I, I just say here, I bring your glass here. Thank you. I can know, like, uh, from your YouTube, like, uh, you. you grew up in Montreal, right? Yeah. I'm like, 21st year? 21 years, right? 21 yeah. years here? Now 23. But yes. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Since I've, since I've been born, uh, yeah, since I've been alive, I've been living in Montreal. I've only recently started to travel and make yeah. my way out. That's really interesting. You're really, uh, like, how to say that? Brave, right? Mm. It's really brave, like... Uh, you are only 25, 26 right now, right? You are very young. 23. 20, only 20. I thought you graduated. Oh, you only graduated two years. Yeah, yeah. I graduated end in of 2020. In finance or something from finance. McGill. Yes. Finance from McGill. Jeez. <laughs> and now I make YouTube videos. It's a completely different story. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's really, I think, it's really brave. Even today, I'm really, I'm 40. I was born in 1979, so 43. Okay. I'm really confused right now. For 43. I'm really confused right now. I'm okay. not sure what, where to go. To be yeah. honest, the direction of like, uh, I'm still searching. So yeah. maybe today's video will help. Help me a lot because really, because you you kind of in the video, you your video, you kind of inspiring, right? Mm -hmm. Or the life planning or something. Right. So it's actually interesting because I'm trying to, I'm actually filming a video on yeah. Thursday, yeah. and the video title is called. What age should we have life figured out at? I haven't. I myself, I haven't. To be honest, seriously, right. I haven't. But I think the answer is there's probably no age. 
So I want to be going on the street and interviewing people of different ages who do different things and, and asking them that question. But what I've understood is sometimes you figure it out, like at the moment, and then you learn something new, and then you realize you haven't figured out anything. You just Your life continues to evolve as you get older. Exactly. But you kind of did this kind of searching super early, like super early yeah. in your life. Yeah, I... Um, yeah, I, I would consider self-awareness is a super important trait yeah. to have. And I built it through a little bit of trauma at the beginning, okay. uh, at the end of high school, where I, I had like a falling out with a few of my best friends. Okay, okay. And so like, you know, usually you have your best friends, these are the people you speak to all the time. And then when I was no longer friends with them, I had okay. no one to speak to. So when I had problems or had something I wanted to figure out, I would resort only to myself okay, okay. and only in my own head. And that's when I started meditating and journaling and really taking care of myself that's amazing mm -hmm. you got a lot of experience to to push you to like uh, this kind of thinking but it's kind of weird how it works right because yeah, yeah. it came from a negative thing yeah, yeah. negative always to lead to a positive guess a lot of times if you if you have the right mindset yeah, yeah. about it for yeah, sure yeah. but a lot of it's like a lot of success stories or positive stories started negative yeah and someone took a spin on that and they did enough good for themselves that the bad became good. Yeah. And now, like, if I think about those experiences, it's, for me, it's yeah. amazing. It helps. I'm happy help I had that. Yeah, but yeah. At, the mo at the time, well, you, pretty, you feel pretty bad. Yeah, you feel so, pretty bad. And then, I, so anytime some of my friends have, like, an ex experience that's very tough for them yeah. happens, yeah. I say, I know you're sad right now. Yeah. That's, that's okay. That's normal. You're allowed to be. But in 6 to 12 months, if you work on yourself for that whole period, you're going to thank yourself for this bad experience because you're going to be so much further ahead of what you could have been. That's, that's like, kind of like, yeah, exactly. You know, that's hard. like my situation, like yeah. a small restaurant owner in a pandemic, in this pandemic. <laughs> wow. I can't even imagine what that's like. Yeah. Yeah. So take, well, take me through it. Like what's, how was it before the pandemic and then like kind of progressively during the pandemic and what's it like now? Before the pandemic, actually I was pretty, you know, it's a, I came to Canada like 16, 17 years ago. I was lucky to always have an IT job. Mm. So from day one, I had a stable IT job, okay. full-time IT job. Mm -hmm. So nine years ago, almost nine years ago, out of being bored, mm -hmm. like uh, so easy, the, the, the office job. Right. So we, we start the restaurant cooking on that. Okay. So nine years ago, so I was kind of, so nine years ago, kind of, so yeah, pretty young. Yeah, 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 So kind of bored, you know. We yeah. had no kids. My wife and we we did not plan to have kids. Oh mm -hmm. no! Actually, at that time we had a kid, one year old. But we were bored before. We went camping. Okay. We went hiking to so national. We forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Hold on, we had a kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's really bad, like a uh, decision because when we started the restaurant, we had no idea, no idea about business at all first mm. business first restaurant i don't i did not know how to cook so and why did you start it that's that's why it's a mistake sometimes bad okay. idea okay. but we were so bored and uh like the first 10 years here in canada few years we just went everywhere we kind of seeing all national parks in montreal quebec oh, nice. so we camping here there but mm -hmm. two of us like me and my wife we we had a lot of free time mm -hmm. so we kind of um we did not want to have kids at all at that time. We, mm. we probably thought, we were thinking like, uh, this yeah. life, no kids. Right. But then my in-laws, they came here, moved, living with us for a few years, so they gave us too much pressure. My <laughs> in-laws, yeah, yeah. So mm. we, we kind of uh, had, had our first kid, 
and then out of nowhere like uh, after having our first baby the baby only baby actually like uh, my wife did not want to go back to her job mm. she had a regular job okay. before mm -hmm. the baby so mm -hmm. she didn't want to go back then we had the idea like uh, two years prior that like we met a friend on that that mm -hmm. day and like the she taught me how to cook some Chinese bread. So that ah. time I think like if I one day if I had the want to have a restaurant, I probably will use your name on that ah. or use your picture as a logo. Yeah, yeah. So that's the logo here. It's a real person, real so picture. She taught you how to cook. Yeah, how to do the Chinese thing bread. We call it thousand layer bread. Okay. Actually, it's only a few layers. You you fold them many many times. Cool. Maybe maybe seven eight layers, but we call them thousand layer. Mm. <laughs> Takes so much time, probably. <laughs> yeah, thousand layer bread. Has but she ever cooked here or worked? Never. Here? There's no related, nothing related. She's but it just here? no. Uh, she she visited her daughter, like who's my friend, our friend. Okay, yeah. but she's never eaten here. Nope. Wow. Yeah. yeah. To, so like she it's named after him. She's never. Yeah. She came. She she came visited her daughter only twice. Is okay. Like for that generation, they don't speak Chinese, uh, English, or French, so super boring for them. Mm. So they only came visit her daughter, like uh, the, the the couple, old couple, yeah. the twice, and then to board Canada. No, it's cold, and then nobody speaking Chinese, so <laughs> yeah. they took off. Right. Yeah. Okay. But then that's why the the bad bad decision is like at that time we. My wife did not want to go to work, office job, so we had a. We thought it's easy to start the restaurant, so that's the whole thing. Nine years mm -hmm. ago, so for me, always like uh, uh, for that first six years, I had a stable IT job, so I, every week I had a check, so we were fine. So while owning I, the restaurant, you're yeah, saying? okay. At the, on the side, we had the restaurant. Mm -hmm. As long as my wife was working the restaurant as well, she was cooking. She took care of the restaurant, so I came after work or the weekend. I came to help. Mm. So that time, the thinking was: as long as not losing money, it's yeah, fine, it's right? Fine. Because the family has income, mm -hmm. so we were fine until the pandemic. Mm. The pandemic was like uh, uh, a three month into the pandemic, two month. I lost my job in the in the IT, mm. and then also we needed people in the restaurant, mm -hmm. so we just joined the. I just stay here full time, like. Okay. Literally seven days a week, fifteen hours a day. Wow! Or fourteen. And you still? Yeah, yeah, still. Okay. So remember, I schedule with you the time. Yeah, what yeah. what time we can do this video? Right. It's very tight. Right. I have to find the waitress. We I have to find people in the kitchen. They are okay, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know that sometime I can find this. That's tough. Yeah, yeah. So was business going well before the pandemic, or it was? Like, was going okay was going okay we only made a one business mistake it's like uh, when we were doing fine in the culinary small restaurant we thought we were good brand we had a good brand we had a good model mm -hmm. so we opened the second restaurant that was ambitious okay. so people have i, I had the hot head that yeah. time where was it, the second one the in Anru. and so but the same name same, same name same yeah. menu and uh pretty bad very pretty bad, bad from day one we and also, I did not have time to to manage it at all. So it's from to, it failed from the very beginning to the end. Mm. So, so, do you think is because of a different clientele, like a different market? It's, it's a different clientele. Mainly, it's my own problem. It's because I just did not have time to mm. to to go there. Mm. At least in the Codenesh, that time I probably go there every evening, every night. Yeah. Or just know, after work. Yeah. Or... After work, I I I went there. But in Anru is too far. Mm, yeah, so it's I, really far. Yeah, it's really bad. 
So why Anjou? Just because it was it was a friend's place available at that time. So that why it's we thought we were uh, good. Yeah. yeah. We thought we were doing well, mm -hmm. and actually, it's we were lucky to do well. But it's not mm -hmm. a, a right way doing things, you know. Then, like um, before the pandemic, we had trouble all the time. We had financial trouble there, so mm -hmm. I tried to close the restaurant mm -hmm. in Anru, mm -hmm. but uh, it was almost get the deal done. But right. when the pandemic hit, nobody gonna take it over. Yeah. So, in between, in the eight. End of April of 2020, I lost my IT job, mm -hmm. and then, like that month, May, June, I was trying to give away the restaurant. Nobody took it, mm. and then end of July, I got somebody okay. took over. I have to pay them extra money, really, extra several month rent to get rid of that burden. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So it's so it's huge discount. Huge bet. It's free. And also, I pay them extra to just take oh, over the lease. You paid yeah. them to take it. Yeah, yeah. Take wow. Otherwise, you're gonna pay the lease all the time because you never yeah. know. Even today, you're gonna still pay the rent. So the person who bought the place yeah. did not Hopefully. pay anything, and, and they received money. For yeah, it. yeah. Several months of rent. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Because that's financial. That's how bad you want it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's a it's a lucky one. Yeah. If they did not take it, probably today, I'm still yeah, it. still have it. All the it's gonna bankrupt. How, how long did you have to pay rent for? Just a few uh, months? No, few, as long as it's on the, on the lease. No, when you sold it to them. Uh, I believe for five, for five months. But it's quite a, some money. Yeah, no, but, I bet. But, but I got rid of the, the financial burden, focused on this one. Yeah. But it was super scary from... Even this one, beginning of pandemic was really bad. Mm -hmm. the, the, the sales just dropped like more mm -hmm. than 50% mm -hmm. right away. Yeah. So it was this one losing money as well. That one just nobody took it, gonna take it over, and mm -hmm. you never know when the pandemic gonna finish mm -hmm. or end. Yeah. It's crazy, and I had no job. Right. So it's that that May, June, July was the darkest time of my whole financial, family financial, you know, stuff. It was how, really how, super scary. How did you deal with that? Like, how did you deal with that adversity? Had no idea. I have to live on. So. Mm. Every day I come here to cut vegetables to help the kitchen. Mm -hmm. I had no experience in the kitchen, mm. so but now I'm really experienced. To be honest, like uh, in the, the the beginning of the restaurant, after after work I went to restaurant. I just help the, for example, to cut vegetables to prepare the dish for the cooks. Mm -hmm. You know, I from then I knew I kind of start learn the operation of the restaurant, especially the back of the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Now I. After this two years, almost two and a half years, full time in the restaurant. Now I know every aspect of the restaurant in, in our restaurant, and also start cooking some simple dishes as well myself. So you, in Chinese, we say if you've been patient way too long, you will become a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> you try all the medicines. <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah, it's that's a great that, saying. Yeah, that's our expression, Chinese expression. Okay. Being okay. patient for long, you become a doctor. But so, would you say now you're being more towards more patient or, or no? Uh, more like I can cook half of our menu already. Okay. So I'm I'm learning slow. I take the process very slow, but maybe in two or three hours I could be a very good cook mm. because I'm really dedicated. I have no other choice right now. Right. So I have to be hundred percent dedicated. Maybe more than hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. That's kind of a 
maybe in the long term, it's kind of a blessing because I feel like you understand the business a little bit more now. Yeah, but I give up my IT career 100% now. I get completely. I don't want to go back to it? I don't have choice. If, okay. For example, if, for example, if I go back, I leave the restaurant, it's not going to be run the same way. It's going to, the quality of everything going to go bad. So why the restaurant over the IT job? Because you could quit the restaurant. I guess you have the least, but if you I have, uh, right now today, if we sell the restaurant, it's worth something. I need, I can yeah. get some money back for it. It's a good area. Yeah, yeah, and also we have a okay brand right. and and running business, existing customer really reviews, also. and the existing so we yeah. can get some money from this business. Yeah. But we've been in almost nine years, yeah. just kind of you know this business from zero to now, little bit experience. I'm very confident with business knowledge now. Yeah. And you just don't want to give up, I guess. Is it like yeah. your baby? Yeah, yeah. In a sense? Simply, yeah. I mm. Probably I'm going to do my whole life, I guess. So if you go back to the IT job, it would be like giving up on your dreams. In a yeah. Sense. yeah it's... So what, but why Why a restaurant, though? It's it, just, it's it's just, just a, something that you were it, interested in? No, because just like a basic story of my the friend's mom on that. Yeah. And also the, the the restaurant at the beginning, Codinet is a very small one. It's a low investment. Very, we had no money. Very, mm-hmm. we took the home line credit. Mm-hmm. So um, it wow. was it was a low risk business. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, for example, you you pay this much to buy existing restaurant mm-hmm. if it's not working well, mm-hmm. and then after several months you lost like. Uh, like let's say hundred thousand grand mm-hmm. of of the initial investment or something, mm-hmm. but you can still sell it if your location is not bad. Mm. The time is not bad. Like mm. right now, pandemic is not a good time. Right. <laughs> but if no, no pandemic, yeah, still some people are gonna take over the business because there's lease, there's a uh, existing equipments operational. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a. This is a great area. I don't yeah. think you would have trouble. I mean, yeah, you're exactly. not going to sell, but I don't think you would have trouble. Like yeah, exactly. So two that's floors, a lot of room. Downtown. Yeah, exactly. That's the 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 thing. The bottom line, you still can get rid of it easily. But Anru is yeah. different story. It's, it's different maybe story. rural. Totally, yeah, totally different. Yeah. Would you say you got lucky finding this place? This one, mm, the second floor. I always say like there's no necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not needed. But that time with uh, OK Kitchen, everything else, mm-hmm. this is the only available spot for us. So ideally, we if we don't have this second floor, it would be a lot better for us. Mm-hmm. But then that's why we had the we cut club on that thing. So even this floor right now, you see nobody need we don't need the second floor. Anybody can rent this use this space for totally free. Okay. okay yeah. So it's for event thing. Like okay. uh, you have a party or. or some event you can use it for you don't need to buy food or drinks here not at all I, here. I I prefer not to provide any food or drinks mm-hmm. for this kind of events okay. just a kind of waste space like anybody can use it yeah so that's my idea okay even before the pandemic we had a lot of events okay yeah well I guess, all, all well, guess when it's free it's easier to <laughs> yeah because I don't want it. to get many involved because you need to set the price, negotiate, they're happy, they're not, it's worth the money or not worth the money. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's free is easy. Okay. You know, it's, uh, with, I don't, if you're not happy with the space, I'm not taking yeah, any money you from can, you. you yeah. Can, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't complain. Yeah, exactly. It's, right. uh, you know, if I said, I charge you this money, charge another group another money, why is it, why is it different? You know, it's, uh, it's, not, it's not worth it. It's just mm-hmm. like uh, you want to have people use the space, yeah. you know, make some use of the, Mm-hmm. The space. How did you um, start with this series of podcasts? 
I always like, like uh, like always like uh, people's ideas. To be honest,、mm. I spent a lot of time learning English. I like、mm-hmm. uh, to try to understand the word. To be honest,、mm-hmm. like、uh, that's why I say like people's idea is most beautiful thing. Like、mm-hmm. some people, they can have you know regular life, but they have great ideas about opinions on this thing or that、mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So their experience, like,、uh, wh- why did you, for example, you, why did you choose, like, when you right out of the great, suppose a great career, right, financial、mm-hmm. from McGill,、mm-hmm. you you find a kind of a nice job, well paid job in a high building office, you know,、yeah. and a、uh, weekend you go hiking, you go boating, you know, fishing, right? That's suppose easy, right? And then. Like some, you took a risky、uh, career.、Mm-hmm. You know, it's like people's ideas, their choice of life.、Mm-hmm. It's it's really amazing. I like myself. I immigrated seventeen years ago. You know, yeah. You go to a country you don't know well. Right. <laughs> the, Dude, that's the best way to meet people. I、yeah. think that, like, even when you reach out to me,、yeah. it's different to to say, I want to, like, hang out with you or、yeah. do something with you, versus being、yeah. like, I have a podcast.、Yeah. You can come sit down. We can have a meal. We can yeah. talk. Yeah. The podcast is such an easy way to get to know someone. Yeah, exactly, and then no pressure, no right? Pressure. And we speak for an hour, two hours, and at the at the end of that, you're like, "Well, I kind of know this person." So we either are friends and we see each other more, or we're not friends, we never see each other again. But at least it's a you get them in the door. Yeah, that's the benefit of having a restaurant. I did not know that only recent, like last year, those recent years,、mm. I realized that. Best benefit of having a restaurant is I had a chance to talk to a lot of customers. To be yeah, honest,、mm-hmm. I can like in Chinese, English. I can you know spend if if not busy, I just talk to them. Where are you from? Like why do you you know、yeah. a lot of stories.、Mm-hmm. I I could be uh I could have a lot of gossips. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I have a lot of the restaurant owner、yeah. is the perfect、uh, person to gossip to. Yeah, exactly. Like uh some people, especially during the COVID. Like、uh, last few months, the summer, I guess August, a lot of American parents they send kids here to McGill. Actually, I I met three different families from America, yeah, United okay. U.S. They send the kid to McGill. They、uh, said、yeah. the tuition in United States universities、yeah, are too expensive, so、right. they and McGill is a great university. So、mm-hmm. they so they send so August end of August a lot of parents. Mm. And at that time, opening up the July August, also American visitors. So I spoke to a lot of them. Great knowledge about politics. Yeah. So some of them they from Florida, Georgia, from other New York, even California.、So、they、and、all have different opinions too. Yeah, and you can tease them with you know yeah, what yeah, happened yeah. to your governor. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Seriously, yeah. like、uh, amazing. So I I really enjoy those conversations.、Mm-hmm. Um, but majority of them is on the left. Ninety、mm. percent.、Mm. As like when we talk about like what happened today about United States, their politics, I I got eighty ninety percent like on the left. They say、mm. okay, this guy you know crazy about some certain people, right? right. It's、uh, it's amazing. Where's the most interesting person? Or like, what's the like? So if you, a lot of people walk in here, what what is the country that was you were like the most surprised that you had a visitor come and eat, and they were from there? If you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I guess it's like、uh, I find several times Sing- people from Singapore very very interesting、cool. from Singapore, and、uh, mm-hmm. a lot of them speak Chinese、mm-hmm. and English perfect, and then their their perspective of 
the or the or the view on the world is uh, quite interesting. Mm. A lot of them, they kind of open, but then they're in the east. They they know everything. Mm-hmm. A lot of them, it's very interesting. Yeah, they're a bit of both. Yeah, yeah. They're still like yeah. relatively yeah. controlled in what they can can say, but they, they have, have a taste of yeah. They the have West. The access to a lot of information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So that's why it's amazing to have a restaurant like for this podcast. The uh, the same thing like uh, in the beginning of January two thousand twenty one last year, we were lucky to get exposed by uh, a lot of media. Mm. The New York Times has uh, interviewed me as well. So cool. yeah, that's why. How like, did that happen? Because like uh, eight nine years ago, when we started the restaurant, I was working IT. So mm-hmm. I I was kind of a try to have a, a authentic real Chinese restaurant to ex- provide the, the traditional dishes but want to want them to be really accepted by local population. Mm-hmm. So I at that time I had the the, the website okay. for the restaurant to explain every dish. Right. In English my friends was pretty bad. Okay. So for the so every item I wrote the comments myself, review mm-hmm. I like this one, I mm-hmm. don't like this one, the reason Yeah. And then being there for eight nine years, a lot of people find it's funny, interesting, mm-hmm. honest. Like because some of them, I I say like uh, cumin beef that time was added like two years into the business mm-hmm. after. So actually, I did not have a chance to try that dish when it was added. Oh, but the the, the the kitchen staff and my wife tried or something. Mm-hmm. So on the on the web on the website I wrote I haven't tried this myself. <laughs> a lot of people like it. it. Seems like a lot of people like it. And also the it's still on the menu, so yes, yeah. it's gotta be good. <laughs> and also the orange beef, I said mm-hmm. like it's in my my opinion is not that good comparing to genital chicken. Mm-hmm. Because they use the same sauce in our restaurant. Mm. So I always like genital chicken is the North American or yeah. NGP is the same. Mm-hmm. But for me, the beef is a little bit harder, mm-hmm. too hard for my, it's not like a chicken breast is really uh, soft, mm-hmm. tender. So I wrote that like not that good comparing genital chicken. Also, I add like, uh, I'm not big, anyway, I'm not big fan of North American Chinese food. It's your call. That's, <laughs> that's what I wrote in the website and, and some of that kind of stuff. People in the past few years, sometimes they, they said, oh, you have uh, interesting uh, uh, comments on your own menu. Then like um, in the Twitter, a lady called uh, Kim Blair, I found out later, mm-hmm. she have some screenshot of the descriptions of my menu on the Twitter. They got, I guess, that time was about 80,000 likes wow. her, her tweet wow. about my menu. So uh, I was uh, contacted by... Uh, German newspaper, like uh, the biggest newspaper in wow. Germany, they interviewed me. Wow. Then that time, after that, all the New- London Times, The Guardian, London Times, they all interviewed That's me. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. And the New York Times as well. I was on CTV National four times, live sometime. Cool. My English was not confident. I'm not. So one time I did not understand the question <laughs> of from. It's alive. I was in my basement. <laughs> I gotta, yeah. I got to watch that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. CTV News and the Global, Global mm. News as yeah. well. Wow. So, cool. And also they sent crew to shoot the interview with me inside the restaurant. So they aired that uh, in the, in the, a lot of my former colleagues found out on their screen. They saw my face on the, they popped up, Global News, they have some, like mm-hmm. uh, my picture showed up on the, so this wow. weird <laughs> restaurant owner, like about his own menu. That's so, so cool. Yeah, yeah, it's, it really happened well. a lot. Otherwise, like, mm-hmm. uh, 
the January 2021 was pretty bad for business. Right after that, we got too many orders. Like we got a lot of people coming for the deliveries, take out a lot of them. So we were so busy we could not do all those orders. Okay. Yeah. But then I realized I had the then I I had the the comments on the website to explain ditches. Then I like then I realized probably I can help it to make it more explained more in a video. So I shoot a video to explain every dish mm. on my YouTube channel. I use my okay. YouTube channel to yeah. have all those videos. Mm -hmm. Every dish on the menu, I have a video eating it my, my, myself with the bowl of rice. Yeah, yeah. So okay. each one of about 20 minutes, yeah. I, I finish from beginning and I finish everything. So tell you the close-up look and also the flavor, taste. So If you took that and put it into a 30-second clip on TikTok, I think it would get 100,000 views. I really... I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All my friends, they said, you need to put something on the TikTok. But I'm only a fan of the, of the YouTube. Mm -hmm. I only do YouTube. No, no, nothing else. The WeChat, I never use. The WeChat has a great feature of uh, videos. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. They call it video channel on the WeChat. WeChat is all Chinese people they use. Everybody. No exception. All Chinese people you use like uh, Chinese language. What do no you use it for? It's like it's everything. WeChat you can set many. You can actually it's the the best uh, social media platform. Elon Musk liked. He he said in the interview, he wanted to buy Twitter to turn into something like WeChat. Ah. The WeChat you have group chats. You have the the you can have we call the public platform. You can po post your own channel. To, okay. to your articles, yeah. and then you have your video channel as well, okay. and you can send money from anybody to anybody. Oh, you can so simply cool. send okay. money. You can buy stuff. Mm. You can have a shop. You can literally run a shop to buy to sell stuff, and people just pay you instantly. Mm. It's it's amazing. It's uh, WeChat is dominating in Chinese community, anywhere in the world. Right now, they they have English version as well. So a lot of people outside of China they use WeChat as well. So many social media uh, channels now. Yeah, but this one is dominating. I have probably two billion people using. Two billion. Yeah, and you can video calls so easily. Long time ago, like five, six years, they have video chat, everything, wow. and the voice chat as well. You just click, hold the button, you you, you talk, and then send out the voice clip, audio clip. It's it's, and the the bad thing is about the many thing. The, you can just send anybody. Like uh, when you yeah, when you gr when you group chat, the, the 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 limit to each group has five hundred members. So you can like for example, you want to for example you to advertise advertise something, saying like uh, something. When you advertise, you always tell the members something, right? Mm -hmm. then, then you can send a, like we call the red bag. Okay. Like yeah. you send out money random. Right. You 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 wrap like for example. $20 and you can say this $20 can be divided by 10, 10 people and they can just whoever click that to get a random amount oh, that was so a, cool. it's a viral it was it became that was the feature about five six years ago everybody was hooked mm. because you always say oh send some money we, we see who's who get the most you can define how many people can participate for this the money, this some, mm. this amount of money, and then it's random. It's just so random. Anyone in the group can get the money. Exactly, 
and doing that's, Chinese. So that's yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a very cool feature. And then especially during the Chinese New Year, Chinese New Year, you used to give people some money in the red envelope, right? Mm. This is just digital version. Mm. So all this. So you can give it to someone specific, or you can give it to someone random. Exactly. That's pretty cool. It's it's viral totally, and it's the best ever. I see the thing with social media though is you only use what all of your friends use. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of my friends don't use it. So as for me, if I download it, then yeah. exactly. So but that's no that's why it's in the Chinese language. It's the, it's the right. This looks amazing. Thank you. Thank you. That's, wow. There's no exception. Chinese people in mainland outside, almost no exception. Everybody uses Everyone WeChat. Uses because you, the, the least, at least, you contact your family. You have video chat anytime. Mm -hmm. When you're cooking, just put it there mm -hmm. and they, they watch you cook. Mm -hmm. You chat, chat, the video, like FaceTime. That's so sick. Yeah, yeah. What a good concept. Thank you. This food looks amazing. Thank you. So. Actually, we can start sake. Sure. This is too much, too big bottle. That's <laughs> <laughs> just for you, right? <laughs> Having a restaurant has the benefit of uh, free drinks. Free drinks. Well, some, I I was told at the beginning some lot of some some restaurant owner they become uh, alcoholic because every day they drink some. Mm. It became a habit of drinking. And it's, did you ever experience that? No, not at all. I was, uh, I'm too busy. But wouldn't that make you want to drink a little bit more? Like the stress of being busy? Or not necessarily? It's, it's opposite. When you, uh, when you don't have a lot of customers, very few customers, very quiet night, I get more tired. It's opposite. So you, you worry. You want to drink? Yeah. You worry about business, the future of the, the restaurant. You so know? the more people you have, the less likely. Yeah, you're super excited. You are fully charged. You are super charged. Okay. You feel like amazing, like. Uh, Thank you. My wife, like uh, several months ago, we were in the work together in the front, mm -hmm. and when we were super busy, packed like uh, two or three months ago, like we're running around. But you feel like amazing. Mm. But only you feel very bad. You want to drink. You want to eat something when you just don't have customers, and you feel like. Why the business so bad? Right. We sometimes just go outside uh, to the same cabin to see is is that bad for every restaurant or like only us? Yeah. If if all other restaurants are busy at the same time, we don't have customers. It's our problem. What is it usually? Uh, usually it's like uh, it depends. The all you can eat sushi, you can never beat them when they have yeah, a line. The one at the corner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When they have a line, mm -hmm. we have only two people inside. You feel pretty bad. Mm -hmm. And it, it's you always compare, com, like some similar style, sim, similar type, you know. Some but you couldn't compare yourself to that. Exactly. So we we compare, like some other Chinese restaurant or doing similar the Japanese restaurant or some noodle ramen places. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And this is a weird so, noodle. It's called okay. noodle salad. It's a it's made of uh, potato starch. Okay. It looks you, amazing. Yeah, you, you mix it completely, add the vinegar flavor and also sesame paste. So what part of China are you from? I'm from Jiangsu province, next to Shanghai though. But I'm from countryside. So the food there is notoriously less spicy, right? 
or not where necessarily not not spicy. Our our region is a little bit on the sweet side. Yeah, because yeah. Shanghai food. Shanghai is very sweet. Yeah. It's very sweet. But we are close to them, but we are we we use less sugar than them. They are crazy. Seriously, they are sugar. crazy. Yeah, they are crazy. This when we cook like <laughs> in, what, uh, you, in what sense? When you when you cook, we the two or three basic ingredients always put is the vinegar and mm -hmm. the soy sauce. Mm -hmm. And we cook almost all dishes. We put some vinegar and mm -hmm. soy sauce. Mm -hmm. They put literally a lot of sugar. Wow! But that's unimaginable to some region, to some people like some region in China. They literally put like a, a tablespoon of sugar when you cook it. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's. Thank you. Yeah. Like in everything you're saying. Yeah, yeah. almost everything. That's wow. crazy. You can try this. Sure. You can put on your. Thank you very much. It's kind of a jellyfish, yeah. I think. Amazing. And what is the sauce? It's the sesame paste. Okay, very good. You're cool. not allergic to sesame paste. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm good for everything. Yeah. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's very oh, special amazing. flavor. It's very special flavor. Does it take a long time to prepare this? Not at all. Not at all. This thing is the uh, uh, the potato starch. You mix with water and then and you put it like uh, on the hot water. It's gonna create this kind of layer thing. Mm, mm, it's, okay. It's it gels. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Where's your dream? What's the the one place in the world that you want to travel to the most that you haven't been to? Maybe Hawaii. Yeah. I like a real real the general. I stayed there for a month. I thought that's the heaven. <laughs> it's really amazing. Real general, but I, I would guess Hawaii will be a little bit better than them, but real general will be the number two if, if, if Hawaii is the number one. In terms of like where you would want to live? Yeah. The weather, the climate, and also the, the relaxing. The people really relaxing. Mm. It, it's really an amazing place. I, I was super lucky to... To be there for four months, almost four months. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for me the real, real the general is really amazing. It's a part of the world I've always wanted to go to, but I've never been to South America, yeah. and honestly, it hasn't it hasn't appealed to me. But did you want to go there when you got the opportunity? Yeah, yeah, I, I like. Did you ask to go there? No, not at all. It's just okay. I was. Super lucky to be assigned to a project in uh, Brazil. Mm. So where have you where have you worked? Yeah, the first company was Huawei. So okay. yeah, they are big company, and so they send you to mm. do projects. I was super young. I was 24, 25 years old. I was in charge of a team mm. of uh, twenty eighteen engineers. Wow, was uh, at how old? Twenty five. Twenty five, probably three years after my, uh, oh, two years after my graduation. That's crazy. So that time was, uh, I guess, it's more and more, uh, less and less opportunity right now for the young people uh, in China right out of uh, university. That time was still a booming time. Two thousand, I graduated two thousand one. That time, everything you got. Opportunities everywhere. Now there's just less job. Or it's not probably by the quantity probably the same or a little bit more, but it just had too many graduates, <clears throat> just too many, too many. 
You got so are people getting too smart? Like, are there less jobs because there's too many qualified people now? No, it's it's like uh, the like the university. We just did not have so many universities, so mm -hmm. they expand, expand. So every year they got so many students out of the universities. Mm. Okay. But they are competing for the similar size of the market, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's the same concept here. There's too many people who are yeah. finding good jobs. Yeah. And the only thing that's left is, well, I think also people don't want to really work that much. Like, I feel like the pandemic has kind of slowed life down. So for a lot of people, yeah. you get used to not working as hard, and then they don't want to get involved mm -hmm. in a job that requires them to actually go back to work. It's pretty similar in... For our business, small business owners, we've, we felt the pain a lot. Mm -hmm. we, we felt probably the most small business owners, not only restaurants, like other small businesses, they just drive very difficult to find people. So, but what's the reason? Just people just don't want to work? Is that some the same of them, thing? they do not want to work. Another is the government hired too many people. The government, uh, the Canadian government hired almost extra 1 million people out of... To work for the government? Yeah, yeah. The passport processing, you know, okay. the, the, the vaccination program, okay. the testing program, you know, they, they just, you just cannot compete with them mm -hmm. on the, on the like, composition. You know, mm -hmm. they, they, they pay much higher. So how many so how many people work for you now? Uh, only very few now. But comparing to before, maybe half of the staff. Okay. And you're looking for more and just can't find more, or you're not even looking. We're for always more? looking, always okay. even today, always looking. We have big trouble, but at the same time, you just for the small business, you just simply you cannot afford that high compete with the big corporations mm -hmm. and compete with government. Mm. You know. I feel like hiring students is probably a a good route, no? Especially near Concordia. Students still, we we can use only very little bit because, like, you have to be experienced sometime. Mm. Like for our cuisine, you have to. It would probably take you thirty uh, a month or something to get, you know, get a yeah. handle. Of, as a cook, you're saying, or as a waiter? Uh, as uh, people working in the kitchen, you mm. know where things are and mm. how to prepare to what degree. Mm. Even you fry things, there's very, you know, the how long, what kind of, uh, when you see things to, like, a, for example, wrinkles to this much, mm. and you know it's about the time. Mm. And you just cannot live there for, right. you know. And that's a, something you learn only yeah. with experience. Exactly. So... With some young students, they only work here for a month, so they left. Mm -hmm. So you train for nothing. Right. So for our traditional Chinese cuisine, it, sometimes that's the reality. Mm. You know. Cause so you, yeah, because you have to. You have yeah. You have to know how to make it. Yeah, exactly. It, it's like uh, some. Sometimes they say tell you how to do things. You measure with a measure cup. Like in Chinese cuisine, sometimes it's not measuring, it's a feel. Right, <laughs> like right. How much do you add? Feel. Feel. <laughs> yeah, you feel. And you could only get that feeling. From yeah, doing after it a some, lot. yeah, doing over the time, you get experience. Mm. They don't tell you exactly one tablespoon of this, two tablespoons of that, and then, but no, 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 you feel about it. You know, you know, you add it. Yeah. I show you like this, you mm -hmm. know, like this. I, right. I, you know. That's, yeah. yeah. I, but I, I, I feel like it's, just, it's similar in a lot of different cultures. Yeah. yeah. It's like the true art. Yeah. If anyone can make it, then 
I feel like it's yeah, likely it's not going to be simple copy paste, right? Yeah, exactly. It's not simple copy paste. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I try to because I'm IT engineer, so I try to make it to improve a little bit or, or to put my input to mm -hmm. to make things like a little bit more like streamlined. I want to put it like a little bit more streamlined to have. But, but that's a bit hard, no? Given that. Yeah, it is. I'm still trying. I'm still trying. If you streamline, don't aren't you? A little bit, a certain degree, certain degree. Okay. Something you can. Uh, but you couldn't throw anyone into your kitchen unless they no, learn from someone who exactly. literally knows how to feel. Yeah. I'm still figuring out. I'm. I'm. It's a very difficult task. Like you could not replace yourself, or or your wife, right? Because that's the thing right now. I'm totally stuck. Yeah. But I'm trying to find a way. To, to train staff or something, I can I can free myself, you know, mm. it's a, so I can have a lot of time doing videos, yeah, talking nonsense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> More yeah. time to do. That's the eggplant potato bell pepper. Mm -hmm. That one is kind of popular. This is really good. Yeah, this is really good. Big, I'm a big fan of potatoes, big fan of eggplant. Big that, fan of peppers, so. Okay. Oh, that's the best. Yeah. But this is the name. You look at the name. <laughs> Literally all three. No. It's, it's amazing. Mm. Yeah, the food's very good. But I saw your video like uh, several months. You went to Stanford, like uh, United States universities, mm. American universities. I went to, I filmed a video. I filmed two videos at UCLA. Yeah, UCLA. And one video at USC. Okay. And... One video, I tried to throw a beach party for a bunch of UCLA students. And I tried to do it basically on the spot, having known nobody at UCLA. And the point was like to make some friends and make some connections with, uh, with new faces. And it, it really failed. Really? Yeah. So, the, so the I posted the video, so it's out there. But we got, we spoke to like 150 people. And basically said, we're trying to throw a little party at the beach, okay. like a personal growth party to make some friends. Um, wondering if you're interested in doing this, we would do it tomorrow at a at like Venice Beach or somewhere. I forget exactly where. Everyone's like, yeah, it sounds great. It sounds great. So I'm like, okay, cool. So what's your Instagram? Like, I'll put you in the yeah. in the chat, and yeah. then I'll tell you the details. And I think we spoke to 150 people. Yeah. We had. 50 people in the group chat yeah. and then only four people showed up seriously yeah so like <laughs> i everyone, hate those kind of people it's crazy yeah, i hate those kind of people everyone was like yes let's do it let's yeah. do it and then when we put no, them in up, the chat, no they never answered they just yeah. read it they never answered but the only four people who came no. so like when we were on the campus we met this one guy who when we pitched him the idea, he mm -hmm. said, I'm literally doing the same thing, but at UCLA. Like, mm -hmm. I have my own club okay, okay. where we focus on personal growth and we do these mini events and retreats. And he invited us to his house yeah. to do breath work okay. that same night. And then we built a cool bond with him. Yeah. And then ended up he ended up coming and bringing other friends. And then one, one or two other people came. Yeah. And, yeah, it was... Like yeah, you're that kind, kind of, stuff of mad because there's four people, but you got four really good, high quality people. That kind of events is hard to organize. It's like you know the Mr. Beast. Mr. Mr. Beast has a team of like yeah 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 exactly. They hire a company, they're a corporation. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. they are. Yeah, yeah. And then 
yeah, to do it alone. That's what I realized at the end. I'm like, look, I have ambitious ideas, but it's so hard to do when you're alone. Yeah, exactly. Or you have maybe one friend who doesn't even really know what's going on, but he's helping you out. He's being a nice guy. And I, I mean, we did we did things like that in Montreal. Like you got days. a lot of ideas. I do. Yeah. yeah. I, ideas are so. Look, the thing is, it's not hard to find a good idea. It's hard to execute. Execute. You know, like they say. I forget who it is, but it's a, it's a pretty good saying that everyone has ideas. Right, so like every time there's a good business idea, probably millions of people are like, "Oh, I thought of that." Well, yeah, but you never acted on it. It's like uh, Elon Musk always say, "It's like uh, it's easy to design, mm -hmm. very difficult to manufacture it." Yeah, exactly. The prototype is fine, but it, when you must produce to to reduce the cost, it's super hard. Mm -hmm. I saw your video. Like you got a crazy idea. You have the to have a lady to date, right? Like uh, <laughs> which one? <laughs> the Vienna. Like the most recent one? Yeah, yeah. You have, I, you're full of energy. I try to be. I, um, yeah, so for reference, for people who don't know that, I flew to Vienna, Austria, to ask a girl that I had met for five Long minutes, years, yeah. Four before, years ago. Yeah, yeah. Out on a first date, but the only way that we were allowed to go on this first date is if it was in a different country. So I, like... I booked a ticket to Vienna. I had no second plan. I had no plan B. And I'm like, let's see if she says yes. <laughs> and all she knew was that like, I wanted to go get coffee with her. <laughs> and yeah, I ended up working out. And it, <clears throat> that was less about romance, but more about friendship. Yeah, yeah. And just meeting someone in a really uh, unique way. Is that a private jet? I saw a plane. There's a private jet. The small, oh, small plane. Mm, in that video? Yeah. I saw a plane. No, no private jet. Okay. All commercial. Okay, okay. Oh, that yeah. was no, that was that was a small plane. Yeah. Not a, not a jet though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scare me. That, like that was just a really small plane. Yeah, it's like not Paris Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> That's one for him, but no, tons of passengers on that one. Okay, okay. Um, but that ended up being a really cool concept. That you know, all my videos, the goal is just. Can you inspire someone to think of life in a different yeah, way? Yeah, exactly. And you kind of when you were talking about talking to strangers, mm. that one was really inspiring, I guess. That one's crazy. I did a video as well. It was, I think, I took three selfies a day for a week. Or like, it's. I think the title is "How I Made a Hundred Friends Using Selfies." Okay. So I thought of this. I so one of my friends that I met who makes videos as well. He's been taking three selfies a day, every day for a long time, just to have a visual memory. Instead of you journaling, for example, his version of journaling was uh, taking a selfie. And he showed me like a list of these selfies over time. And you could just see the amount of new faces and new experiences in it. So I just thought like, okay, we're all already on our phone. All, like statistically speaking, I think each person spends two hours on their phone a day. So you're already on it. What if you do something that's actually beneficial? Like, what if you take a feature from your phone and turn it into a technique to connect yourself with the world? And um, I just thought, yeah, let's do three selfies a day. And let's, let's make each selfie have a different goal. So one was you had to take a selfie with a stranger. One was you had to take a selfie with someone that you haven't seen in a long time, but, but want to see. And one was you have to take a selfie with someone that you've, kind of think you want to meet so like for example yeah. if like us at this podcast we take a selfie like that would be that type of thing 
Cool. That's... And from that, oh, I you met, take a like, selfie with somebody you really don't like. Yeah. <laughs> you had an argument before. I hate you. <laughs> 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 that's, yeah. But that's like your time that you have to waste. So you're yeah. like, ah, I don't know about that one. But yeah, through doing that, I met so many people in one week. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I have, I literally think I made like 50 new friends just from being spontaneous. And it's just little things you can do in life yeah. that makes you think about things differently. Selfie is a good example of it. Yeah. Your action guy. Like, say you're action guy. Yeah, Ideas, I mean, action. Because most people, when you think of personal growth, you think of like those, the people who write the books yeah. and the authors and you know, self-development in general is very slow. The way we talk about the content and the way we, we uh, yeah. consume it. So what if you can still talk about self-growth but do it in a fun way? And I think that the adventures like this and the events and street interviews is a really good way of integrating entertainment and also learning. That's kind of how I try to do it. You, you started way early. <laughs> I did. When I was like... In the, the university time, I was super sensitive. I got a lot of physical fights with my dorm mates. Seriously, mm. I was super. Yeah, it's. I really admire people with the. You know the. But about what? Like what? Like what? What makes you? Because I was. Be like that. I was growing up in a countryside, the village, real poor village. Mm. So, all my classmates they came from a city, okay city at least, all the big cities. So they have. Uh, every sem semester we live in the dorm, living yeah. the campus. So I mean, every semester they the, they gonna you're gonna bring some money, right, for the whole half year. Okay. Yeah. So I, you know, my family was really poor, so okay. they had a lot of money. I had almost very little money. Mm -hmm. So even the weekend we go out, sometimes they propose, okay, let's go have some dinner somewhere to meet some. Like, that time we had like a, a dorm. Uh, a meeting thing like a dorm meeting means like one dorm one room we had for us we had seven guys like all guys in the right? room? Yeah, yeah in the room we sleep in the in the same room okay. seven guys wow but some, seven beds one room yeah yeah wow they will have double deck like you okay. have they place four and yeah. then in for our room we have seven guys so especially in new the fresh year Mm. And then the, some people have a connection to another school, mm. so there's a, a girls' dorm. So we kind of uh, schedule a, a date, kind of okay, a event. A dorm date. Yeah, yeah, dorm date. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So you have seven guys meeting six girls, or some five girls, or seven, eight girls mm. from them. They're friends, friends, you know. So we go disco, or we we went to disco, or went to some meet the mm. dinner. So we just chat, random chat. Sometimes all of that. the you you probably find one or two pairs. Seriously, you, you just chat to some girls. I mm. was the the first month into the big city. I was from a countryside, mm. big city, Tianjin city, Tianjin University. Mm. This city life is was too crazy for me. So only second month into that city life. Mm -hmm. So I was talking to my country life, countryside stories. So one girl was interested in me. So actually, you know, after spending 30 minutes for you find somebody after chatting, you know, find some girl or boy, they have a pair or something. I was lucky. I was, I guess that, that girl was like, we, we talked a lot that night. Mm -hmm. So like, I guess like that, 
that date, I guess we have two pairs. I'm one of the two, I guess. Okay. So at the end, you say, ah, we say goodbye, and then you walk her to, you know, at some distance. So, <laughs> but, so you're supposed then... to have a follow-up. <laughs> you're supposed to have a follow-up next week or after two or, day, two or three days, right? You yeah. kind of schedule another, say, like, let's meet again after two or three days. Probably become a boyfriend-girlfriend thing, right? Okay. You, that quickly? Sometimes, eventually. Yeah, 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 eventually, you, that's the game plan for guys, right? Right. <laughs> so, but wife her up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But because like that time, I had very little money with mm-hmm. me, so every time you go out, you just spend like that time was cheap. Mm-hmm. I guess twenty RMB, for example, twenty mm-hmm. Chinese yuan, mm-hmm. or forty if you in, you you in, like treat a a, yeah. a dinner, right? Right. But I then I calculate what half for this half a year so I had to give up actually seriously the dating had to, yeah had to give up mm. stop going saying like oh, I'm not having issues mm-hmm. and also with uh, not only with girls with our gunmates sometimes the weekend they go out for dinner something mm. at the weekend so I chose not because I have to calculate over time had the distance you know mm. you know I you, you know you dress not well you can you, you can only buy the cheap clothes on the bicycle on yeah. the street side, mm-hmm. so it's very super, con- very very sensitive. Sometimes, like mm-hmm. uh, I still, rem- sometimes they joke around, you know, in, yeah. the, in the room. They they said something, joke with me. I thought was uh, uh, insulting, offensive. Sometimes yeah. had a you know pretty bad uh, experience with them. Mm-hmm. You no, know, that four years was pretty bad. And the, and then you, I in, guess, inferior uh, feelings. That was right. Very very hard. Very very heavy feeling. Are you still like that? No, actually, the first job cured that. The first job cured yeah. that because it paid well. Yeah, it paid well, and then you had, you know, at least you, you know, in the city, in, as the first city, the after the university, I went to Shenzhen. It's a big city. Mm-hmm. Shenzhen is very modern. Mm-hmm. So I got the best job in the world, almost in the country. So they paid well, and when you're walking street, okay, I got a lot of money to spend. I got the nice clothes, you know. You know, you get a good job so, uh, slowly, and you get confidence back. Okay. So that's why I'm saying, right? I'm super sensitive even today. I can feel people in those situations what they could feel. You know? Right. So I, you know how it feels. Yeah, exactly. I felt pretty bad for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, a lot of years in the before my first job. So do you think if you get to a certain point where you not you're not making that much, do you think you would go back to feeling that way? Definitely. Some people, like some. Are you okay with that though, or do no, you want to no. not be like that? No, no, no. I'm super lucky to be out of that situation, mm-hmm. but a lot of guys not that lucky. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, uh, a lot of bad incidents, like uh, the news happening there around 2000, some years, even today. That mm-hmm. some people they grew up in a bad situation, when the society treat them really uh, bad, mm-hmm. so they f- they really felt against. They, they they sometimes they just hate the society as a, you know, they they blame their failure on the. Because sometimes society failed you instead of you failed. That's the even, that's, if, even if you have money, you're saying, or just most time it's money related. In the situation, it's better. It's better in a developing country. Sometimes, when the, the 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 whole country is not evenly developed, like mm. some even today, the rural area pretty tough. I still go back to my village. You see the the the, the mindset of the people, the whole life experience of their whole life. Well, they're just you don't blame them. To survive, right? Exactly, you don't blame them with how they think. You know, I used to. And be what like, do they think? Like we're just working to survive. Type of thing. Oh, you know what the things they they say, 
some situation they can do this way or that way you know you know some mm -hmm. if you live in the city or most of your life you're well off you know right. you don't understand how they behave right you know it's but you know if you being the whole life in that kind of situations you're probably gonna behave the same way yes so i always say it's not some people did terrible things sometimes like this guy is a bad guy sometimes just because the whole society failed him mm. at, the, at the first place right it's by nature a lot of people are not that bad not like horrendous things yeah. they did right but sometimes over the long time he was mistreated or whatever you know it's a do you think that like everyone should so like some people grow up with money yeah. some people grow up middle class some mm -hmm. people grow up poor do you think that wherever you grew up everyone should experience each of those different things or maybe no, the two extremes I, yeah that's for me it's I, I think it's the equal being equal it's like uh, not that very very the equal means equal opportunities or equal effort it's mm -hmm. not the equal results mm -hmm. you know it's but like um, I, I really like Canada or the way of Canada doing is like you you have to provide the safety net mm. for for all your citizens all the people like in the society the safety net makes sure you you can have a decent life mm. if you are unlucky not everybody is lucky right especially when you're born right not everybody like I'm sometimes sure. you just don't have food in front of, uh, on your table some the family just struggled you know i mean even being born here you're yeah, yeah. automatically luckier yeah, yeah. than the mo most of the most, people in the world yeah exactly like just being so, a canadian citizen so there's a safety net is very important and then you have to put your effort right and mm -hmm. then people some people they they don't want to you know improve some mm -hmm. people they want put an effort mm -hmm. to, to make their life they achieve their goals right Yes. But then if somebody chose to not to working so hard, so they still have something take care of them, you know, some the country gonna society gonna to provide the essential stuff, right? But like let's say you're let's say you have like enough money that you're you don't really need to worry about life. Yeah. Like what if you grew up with money, for example, wouldn't you say that it's very possible that you could not truly experience what the world has to offer because you're in a bubble, in a sense. I feel like some people are innately comfortable and some people search discomfort, but there's a lot of value in being uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. So if you grew up in, with a safety net, even if it's like, for example, the majority of Americans, yeah. like more, more than not, more Americans do not have a passport, meaning they don't, they don't care to leave their country because they think their country is the best country in the world <laughs> yeah. and they have everything they need. So like, wouldn't it benefit everyone to have an experience that's out of the box and super uncomfortable? Even if it means like not necessarily understanding what it means to be poor, understanding what it means to be rich, but just like, hey, you're super comfortable, you've been living in your city your whole life. Like, wouldn't it be great if you just traveled for 10 days to a different, like, wouldn't it be great if an American goes to China for 10 days or like goes to Japan for 10 days? You're like, dude, the amount of things you realize about life and yourself, it's crazy. But it's, uh, yeah, but that kind of stuff, it's like, it can only happen naturally. You cannot force people to, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, a, or like you Isn't have, that hard though? Yeah. Isn't that a little frustrating? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, things happen by its own reasons. That's my, uh, I have seen 
different lives, like the the poor countryside, some city there, mm -hmm. the the big city in China, big mm -hmm. cities, and also internationally, I've been in different countries in mm -hmm. Canada, United States. Like uh, I have seen a lot of different stuff. That's why you know I think a lot. <laughs> yeah, but that might that's a theme though. No, people who travel more and see more of the world yeah. tend to be. You know, you have a better perspective on yeah, life. More reasonable, you know, more understanding. Like my my parents have traveled a lot, but I think I've the experiences I've had, which is like backpacking or um, kind of living living in, living in different situations, with like a lot of stress or canceled flights or like back, whatever that kind of stuff. That makes you a lot less annoyed at a lot of things that typically annoy people. Yeah. People are super late. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever, you know? Like, I've had this, uh, I was talking to this girl at a party I was at a few days ago, and she's like, you're so relaxed. I'm like, yeah, nothing really annoys me. And she's like, everything annoys me. I'm like, why? Like, it's it's not a big deal. But you mm -hmm. learn that it's, you learn that think most things in life are not a big deal by traveling and by being in uncomfortable situations and, and, by understanding that like you're a product of your environment type of thing. So I feel like everyone would benefit from experiencing things that they that are out of their comfort zone. Thank you. Cheers. Yeah, sometimes uh, it's better to experience different life. That's why I chose to, uh, one of the reasons I chose to move out of China. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, so, uh, like saying like my English that time was not Good. So I spent a lot of time learning, and then I want to know the ideas of here, their different lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Canada, United States, it's British, like. But at the most, I guess I want to, to see what Japan is like. <laughs> yes. You know what's interesting though is like a lot of my friends talk about, or a lot of people in my phones like talk about like I want to do this, I want to do that. For example, they're like. Oh, I would love to learn Spanish. Yeah. I would love to um, travel the world. And then they don't do it. And so time passes, time passes. But they keep telling you the same thing. I want to do this. I want to do that. And they don't do it. And then you wonder, like, why didn't you do it? And I feel like understanding what it means to prioritize something in life makes you do things that you didn't think you would do. So for me, you know, I had my... Like I, were, I was in finance and I, okay. and I had a job offer at a bank for, I think it was a six-figure job. Wow. They gave me the job. They're like, you, this is yours when you graduate. Yeah. And then I looked at it and I'm like, I hate this. Like I really, <laughs> I hate this. I just worked in it for four months. Yeah. I yeah. really hate it. If I do this at 21 or 20, I forget, yeah. I'm going down a path that okay. doesn't make me happy innately. Like I already know it doesn't make me happy. If I don't do it, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I don't know what I want to do, but whatever I do will likely be more passionate. I'll be more passionate about it than the investment banking job. And then for me, like in my life, I've always been saying, oh, I want to do this. Like I want to travel the world. I want to um, see different parts of my country. The only reason I was able to do it is because I prioritized it. I'm like, this is what I want to do in my life. So then I do it. I say, fuck the job. I'm going to do this. Actually, it's like... Uh I guess your experience very look like uh, there's a Montreal lady as well. It's called uh, she's financial as well. It's a uh, let me see. Let's search. It's a Valentine Thomas, I guess. 
Still financial or was? Uh, bad and I must hope I can. Yeah. Valentine Thomas. She, yeah, she's doing the spear fishing. Spear fishing and then dive. She's and from Montreal? Yeah, she's from Montreal. She's uh, from McGill as well. Studied the financial uh, stuff and worked in London for several years. And she just re finally realized like the life is too short. Like she. Wow. It's like super famous. She's from Montreal originally. The same thing. Like uh, wow. financial working a big bank. That's crazy. Yeah. But she doesn't live here. She was on Joe Rogan's show. Yeah. Yeah. That's I why know, I found out. Yeah, yeah. I found out like uh, she's from Montreal. So and, cool. and had a great job in London. Thanks. You know, several mm. years. And then one day she just decided, you know, this is not the life I wanted. I yeah. want to, she wanted to experience the, the ocean, the right. diving, fishing, the spear fishing, use the harpoon thing. Right. But, yeah, but, but this super is, cool, and yeah. she's pretty. She's super pretty, and then yeah. wearing that kind of suit, diving <laughs> suit, is like a mermaid thing. It's that's why she's so it's popular. Distracting. Yeah, it's so popular. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's not anybody who can be on Joe show, Joe Rogan show. It's has to it's be a big deal. Yeah, big big deal. But the, it's crazy that like a lot of you notice. Yeah, that's the story you just you, said. You, about you, you remind me like exactly okay. like her story, financial. See, yeah. but that's crazy, right? Because you have a lot of stories that we yeah. think about that are yeah. really interesting, yeah. are like dropout stories. Yeah. I was doing something that I hated, the and now I'm doing something that I love. Yeah, but why are we all like society is making us to, yeah. uh, feel like the right thing to do is to take less risks? Yeah. Why? Why are we not taking risks? It's, it's weird because, you know, like I watched a Steve Jobs uh, Harvard yeah. commencement speech yeah, yeah. or something. Or Stanford. I, I, I guess I watched that too. He's yeah. like, we're all going to die someday. Yeah, yeah. Like, like from the, he's like, from the second that there's you're going to die. There's no risk. You're going to die. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're going to be dead. Like, there's, there's, yeah. nothing, there's nothing to lose. Yeah, yeah. So, like, why are we wasting our life doing something yeah. that we know we don't love? You want to take some of this? Or? Go ahead. No, I'm okay. Take, Thank you. I, we can move on to this yeah actually it's better to start with the pork that's what uh, actually it's a little bit cold already that's okay yeah it's it's taking the taste will we need to space it out like ask them to cook like uh, 30 minutes mm -hmm. after like so gonna be a that's oh. okay i'm sure it's gonna be good yeah. i put this on okay. the table not this table Still rolling? Yeah, still. <laughs> but she tells the the waitress battery is about forty seven percent when we started probably by now it's about twenty percent. Okay. It's pretty good still. I think we've been doing this over an hour. Yeah, I can check. Actually, you know, that's a great idea. I'm gonna switch this one. I'm gonna charge this one. I forgot. I charged okay. my own phone. That mm -hmm. would be great. I was, ah, I was all my time. Heads up. Gotta be heads up. You never put up at the slow. Oh, Ben, I should have bought the charge. Yeah, yeah.
。是，他在下大雨的，对。在这，啊？哇！对对，我看上次这个，对对。好,好。I guess this will be the first time we use two phones to uh, to put them together. Mm -hmm. Now you're gonna have to edit finally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so the basic one, just put them together. Yeah, this isn't too complicated. But yeah, that's. I don't know. That's something that I learned a lot. Like that was like a a big reason why I started my business was. I quit that job, and I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. But so then, when you're you know when you're starting a business, you usually think to yourself like, what can I do that I'm good at, right? Like what or problem? Different, yeah. Yeah. What problem can I solve first yeah. of all, and then what can I do? Like what am I good at, and how can I merge those two things together? And for me, I wasn't good at that many hard skills that were not related to finance. I said like, what am I good at? Oh, I'm. Well, I just had this job that they. Offered to pay me six figures, and I said no to it. But all my friends hate the job as much as me. But they're all doing the job. They all said yes. I said no. So why am I different? And then I realized I had been working on myself for four or five years. You know, with the journaling and the meditation、yeah. and everything. And that built this really strong like sense of understanding yourself.、And、that was what made it easier for me to say no. Didn't make it easy, but it made it easier. Yeah, yeah. Easy enough for me to say no. And so I said, "Let me start a business that teaches people how to build the mindset to say no, whatever that looks like in your life. You know, to be able to know yourself enough to someone offers you a job that you hate and you say, 'No,、nah, I'm good. I'm going to do it. What makes me happy?' I guess from after today's video, I could be successful too. I probably going to think, 'Hmm, how do I do my business better?'" I hope so, but I think I think it's like that. I've I'm lucky that I was, you know, like finance background, yeah, because it teaches you how to think in a in a business sense. So I'm always thinking like, how can I actually operate my business well despite having you know like a small amount of subscribers?、Mm -hmm. How can I still make enough money to survive? And I feel like for a lot of people who are my size right now, they're probably not thinking. I saw you. A lot of people would think you have、uh, after like so many videos not working so long. For probably a lot of people think like、uh, you have、uh, rich parents, <laughs> right? I'm not. Well, I work. I do work, but I think that's just the. I think that's what people usually think about. They're like, oh, he's he's just making YouTube videos. Like he's probably not making any money, so he's probably living off his parents. But I work. I make videos on.、Um, For a few different companies, and I have like different courses、okay. that I sell, and that makes enough money to survive. So it's、uh, that's genius. Because、mm -hmm. that's what, that's the thing about YouTube is like YouTube itself is not necessarily going to make you、yeah. a lot of money. Like again, you got to be really lucky for that to happen to you. And in the meantime, if you want to be able to make those videos all the time, you got to be able to sustain yourself. So take take a skill that you're already doing, which is making videos, and make it for someone else. And that's what I do.
This is very good. Everything is very good. It's uh, it's very popular among uh, Chinese customers, like twice cooked pork. Do you find this in China? No, we uh, this like several all these dishes in China very famous, like household name. Okay. Yeah, everybody knows the twice cooked pork. So it's only like the general town stuff that's super. General town, regular Chinese people not traveling outside, they never heard of it in, <laughs> yeah. probably in their whole life. It's funny because everyone's like, "Oh, I'm going to eat Chinese. I'm going to have general town." Yeah. Like it's not Chinese. Myself, I uh, first time I trying it, I was really surprised. It's pretty good actually. It's pretty. Good. <laughs> it's good. I always say customers are smart. Everybody is smart, you know. When they like it, there's four reasons, right? Mm -hmm. It's like uh, if they ever like genital chicken, must be reasons. You cannot say like uh, it's not Chinese taste, like authentic Chinese is not good. Nobody is taking bad things, right? Right. <laughs> if they if they like it, it must be a good thing. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not. It's just like you may not like it, or you may not familiar with it. So. But also, like it's. Very easy to like because there's full, it's full of sauce yeah. and it's fried. Yeah. So for the Amer North American palate, that's a simple, yeah. a simple meal to digest, which is not necessarily a good thing. Yeah, and also sweet. I like it as well. So having this restaurant made me uh, like a lot of uh, different food, different mm. different Chinese food. I really like like uh, what is that? Mm. The other one I found is very interesting. It's um, called Singapore noodle. It's it's a cumin. It's a cumin mm. flavor. I've never heard of it. Yeah, I never that's heard of it an, either. That's an Americanized one. As yeah, well. uh, no, may not be. Uh, could be just like a Singapore from. Is made oh, its name it from. Oh, It's a Singapore noodle. It's a rice noodle, thin rice noodle. Oh yes. Okay. A, Sorry, I've heard of that. I mean, a, I lived in Singapore. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a uh, it's interesting, but I never heard of it when I was in China. Right. But but Sing Singapore, they merged a bunch of cultures. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. And they created Singapore, what is called yeah. Singaporean. Yeah. Like most, their their culture is a mix of Chinese, Malay, yeah. Thai, yeah. and Indian. It's a it's a lot of good stuff. Interesting, like. Uh, some some food you never tried, but you find it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Is this sweet pepper? No, nope. it might no. It's, it's called long hot. So will spicy. I will I blow up if I eat this? Not that bad. <laughs> I don't trust. But, that. It, but it's spicy. <laughs> okay, it's hot. I'm gonna avoid it. No, better to eat it because it's super expensive. It's a lot, of, a lot more expensive than the the bell pepper. So eat no. it. No. Eat it, you say. It's good. Oh, okay. It, it depends on the some patches. Some sometimes uh, I I do the all the wholesale the vegetable myself. Okay. Sometimes this box of uh, long hot is not hot at all. Mm. Sometimes it's super hot. Mm. You just mm -hmm. wild guess. <laughs> Every time is different, but it's called long hot. Okay, long yeah. hot. Yeah, it's mm. long and hot. But it's, it's tasty. Yeah, if you don't eat it, it's, it's, it's kind of a waste. It's a very good um, stuff. Okay. Yeah. Is your, is That's your, a real pepper. Not like a bell pepper. Yeah, not like a bell pepper. It's not <laughs> like, you know, it's a fat cousin. <laughs> it's a fat cousin, yeah. Irrelevant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's good. It's tasty. Yeah. In Chinese cuisine, always like this. Always the long hot. 
Mm -hmm. The thing wall, the is thing, mm -hmm. and it's give is spicy. It is spicy. Mm. It's good though. I always I try to shop more and more at Asian grocery stores now because. And the TNT is opening up a store. TNT is biggest TNT yeah. in uh, North America, yeah. I think. It's crazy. Yeah, but the the variety that you have in an Asian grocery store is far superior than in an Americanized one. It's pretty crazy. Like people who shop at Costco, like you actually don't get to see so much of what exists. Yeah. Like I went to um, Marche Nuon. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's a. There's like five different kinds of eggplants: Indian yeah. eggplants, Thai eggplants, yeah. like Sicilian. You know, dude, I've never seen this many eggplants. <laughs> I'm only used to the big fat ones. I don't know the what is the difference between Indian eggplant though, because I sometimes when mm -hmm. I go to the wholesale called Canada Wide. It's a different cult. It's a completely different cult, or the uh, shape, color. Or the shape, the shape and the color. Like it looks like a pear. Okay, okay. I uh, we can only use Chinese eggplant because the long one. Right. Um, it's, it's most of them they they grow them in Honduras mm. from the from the boxes is from Honduras most of the time the Chinese eggplant is from Honduras <laughs> yeah it's pretty interesting but it's a long one the good thing is about very little seeds very less seeds in, mm. inside mm -hmm. so the texture is more like hard so it's mm. not getting too much oil if it's not porous right it's, if it's porous and when you cook them they just absorb too much oil. Mm. So that's why we use Chinese eggplant. So it's kind of a, you, you barely see seeds. Mm. So it's not that porous. When you cook the ones that we just ate, yeah. is it on the pan or? or? No, we, we, we bat them a little bit. So just to seal. Soften it up? No, no, the, the batter. We use the like, cornstarch. Oh yeah. Just okay. to block the, the, some pores, mm. to block them. So yeah. when you deep fry them in the oil, mm -hmm. so the oil, not too much oil going to. Oh. Otherwise, it will be very oily. So that's why we... So by putting the batter, yeah. it so actually it, prevents oil from getting Exactly. In. So it seals, mm -hmm. it seals the... That's so cool. Yeah. But if, if you use a regular eggplant, mm -hmm. the big one, the wrong one, mm -hmm. so it's difficult to block them. So there's too much, a lot of, lot of pores, a lot of... Mm, lots of opening. Yeah. Oh, really cool. Give me a lot of trouble though. Every time uh, <laughs> I go to buy those, there's sometimes this Canada wild doesn't have it. And there's another Thomas fruits and the semi fruits. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they have it, sometimes they don't. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah. We have that, I mean, even Costco has that problem where sometimes they have something that you really yeah. learn to love, product that every time you go to Costco, yeah. you buy it. And then it's never there again. Yep. And you, know, and you don't even know why. I used to buy this protein powder that called Kaizen was there for eight months and then I haven't seen it since. <laughs> this is just a different protein now. Right now we have big shortage of uh, sugar. We do, right? I remember going to Costco and I... Costco never opened for more than a month. You cannot find sugar there. Wow. I asked them, they said they just could not have shipment. Wow. And next month we may have not... We'll not be able to to do some genital chicken. <laughs> That's crazy. Because you have to buy it from yeah. a bulk wholesaler typically. Otherwise, yeah. it just doesn't make sense. Exactly. Wow. Always 20 kilos a bag. How many? 20 kilos. 20. 
Do you get that personally, or do you yeah, have someone me. who delivers it to you? You? Yeah. So you're carrying the 20 kilo bags? Yeah. And you grab one, put it in the car? Again? Yeah, to put the caravan. I have a caravan. Sheesh. Yeah. Yeah, no one realizes how much work it takes. Uh, Even if you owned a ton of restaurants, like the, it's still, it still takes so much work. For for us, the the small restaurant right now we have is a uh, it's a uh, lot of time you have to do it by yourself. So you know the quality, you know the cost, you know about everything. So you can feel mm. you are financially okay or not. Would you recommend to someone if if someone was like they wanted to start a restaurant? They said, "No, what I do you always, think about this." I always tell some the Chinese folks like they saw. I wrote the Chinese blog online as well about uh, having running a restaurant, Chinese restaurant. Yeah. I had uh, like uh, I guess almost hundred blogs already okay. about running this, but I stopped writing the last one. the The last update was about one year ago. I just too busy, did not have okay. time. Mm -hmm. So some folks, Chinese folks, they, they saw the blogs about mm -hmm. running a restaurant. So they came to me for advices, suggestions. So I always tell them my policy is, if, if you haven't signed the lease, I tell you, no, no, it's a really <laughs> bad idea. If you did sign the lease already, get everything ready, then you ask me a uh, question. I would say, good luck. Good I, luck. I, I try to help you, give you knowledge about experience, about how to deal with food mm. permit or this or that you know the mm. the alcohol permit and yeah. all this how do you run the kitchen a little bit i give that try to help yeah but if you haven't signed the lease always say it's don't bad do it. decision don't do it ever if you have other choices and, and why because it's a lot of people they thought it's an easy job but it's super hard it's 100 times did you harder. think it was easy when you started it's the same miss i always say it's a mistake for me mm. but the, the only thing i can keep doing today because i came from a uh, a village so I used to when I was a kid I used to work like much harder than today we we had have we worked on a farm so mm. I always say like when I was seven six nine years old mm -hmm. the heavy thing I could lift I lifted right so I am used to that mm. so even today I'm still working fine because I work just more than other people mm. I Whatever conditions, I, I I'm okay. Yeah, you learn. Yeah, yeah, because I had the, the experience. I, I had the experience when I was a kid. <laughs> mm -hmm. So this kind of physical labor for me is nothing, even today. Mm. But I, I'm forty something. I feel like the back a little bit stiff. Yeah, but yeah. Seriously, but I still play every, uh, a soccer game every week. Nice. Yeah, yeah. With your friends? Yeah, yeah, with friends. We have a team. So cool. Being, that's that's important, right? My community. Yeah, exactly. My experience helped me. Like, uh, thank you. But other people, I would, uh, I always tell them, if you are a city boy, mm -hmm. city guy, growing up in a city, if restaurant is not your thing, mm. you know, where you see difficulties, like you short of labor, you you cannot find staff, and you have to do it yourself, and that kind of work just not for you. But for me, mm. luckily, I grew up in a farm. Yeah, so you're used to the labor. Yeah, yeah. Mm. it's not. I used to do. It's, it's comparing what I went through, it's nothing. So if you could redo, like, let's say you have your IT job and you're about to buy the restaurant, and knowing what you know now, you just go back in time. Never, never then, made that decision. That's a bad you, move. But you had to pick something to, like, to do that was a passion job for you. 
That's why I'm what still searching. Do? That's why I, so I said you don't that, know yet. Don't know yet. I'm 43. I'm, I still don't know yet. So if I, you found something that you looked at and it blew your mind, you're super passionate about it, would you consider quitting this restaurant and going after that? Assuming probably, that yeah, probably, makes yeah, sense yeah, probably, yeah. First, okay. yeah, financially has to make sense. So this but, isn't the dream, but this is just a be a better dream than IT. It's a it's a life, the the financial support for the family at least. So if you ha yeah, so if you yeah. had another job, like let's say you had never gotten laid off, you might you might not be working here. Exactly, but uh, like I was struggling, I was bored. To be honest, I, I always I'm always honest about. Mm -hmm. The reason, the decisions I made, mm -hmm. I was bored. To be honest, it's it's like you just like sitting there, yeah, doing yeah. nothing in the office. Yeah. Like uh, you, you know, you don't have. Uh, if you want to have success, mm -hmm. success, that's not you know. You can probably over five years or ten years. You luckily you can double your salary, right? right. That's kind of stuff. But that that's why today still I'm searching for kind of a meaning of life you know you never know mm. you never know but I'm more a people's person I, I like explore like like to explore ideas about different people's story that's maybe this podcast my uh, is kind of my uh, interest so far right now mm -hmm. but you cannot support anything from the podcast so the restaurant is still yeah but never but it's some people you do. have to be controversial sometimes to be get I, I, not always yeah if you want to get people's attention you cannot be yourself a lot, lot of time you cannot be because my idea like mm -hmm. city like uh, a theory is mm -hmm. like i'm a regular people ordinary people i'm not interesting person not so unless you pretend to to exaggerate your ideas your experience you can get attention or you want to get some controversial stuff to get attention regular people you you know it's not interesting to be honest Sometimes, i think you're you think you're regular but i think you're pretty unique <laughs> i'm not just saying that, i'm just like, a little bit weird <laughs> your no but your story is super interesting mm -hmm. like the fact that you've traveled mm -hmm. around the world you come from china you've yeah. immigrated into china you started a restaurant yeah. and now you're doing this and that's really cool I just like ideas, to be honest. I think the ideas are very, very valuable. Very different people's ideas. You know, it's that's what, why the world is so wonderful because yeah. a lot of crazy people. If you everybody is following the mod, like like financial job, office job, stable mm -hmm. and good six figure salary, mm -hmm. it's so boring. Sometimes you I have know. to have crazy people. Mm -hmm. You have to have people taking risks, doing not reasonable decisions. You know, otherwise it's so boring. Well, what I tell my what I tell myself is that like. If everyone was doing what they love in life, yeah. then the world would be full of stress. Uh, w would be full of stress-free, yeah. less anxious human beings. Like for example, if I'm doing, you know, I'm working harder than I've ever worked, yeah. hours and everything, always working. Yeah. But it never feels like work. Yes, it's long and it's tiring and whatever. But every day you do it and you come back and you're excited. Because it's something that makes you happy. And then at the same time, everyone thinks you're crazy because what you're doing is nuts. Like it's so out of the box. But if everyone was doing that, then we'd all just be enjoying ourselves a lot more. And I think, honestly, when I give you an idea, I think like your podcast is fantastic. And I, <laughs> and I, I think the, oh, yeah, I'm sitting. It's so cool. No, but the idea is so cool of finding someone and bringing them to your restaurant and then and making a meal with them. If you've heard of, you know, do you know the YouTube channel Hot Wings?
about how long it would last, but yeah. Don't worry, it's a uh, whatever it is, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's our style. It's perfect. A little bit more editing, but it's okay. Yeah. Okay, great. So the the battery just the phone just died. Battery is back. <laughs> yeah. New phone. Yeah, new phone. Yeah, the it's really my problem. Yeah, the whole day was in the restaurant, so I forgot to charge my phone. That's okay. That's normal. Yeah. Okay. Cheers. Yeah. Have you tried the green beans? Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, the, this this two green beans and the cumin beef very popular. Is the green are the green beans from Canada wide as well? Yeah, uh, Canada wide or the yeah. They're really good. Actually, this one the semi fruits as well. They sell a lot of this. Actually, mm. a lot of restaurant even the yes the French Italian they all use these green beans. Mm. Yeah, no, they're really 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 good. It's, um, the food, I mean, the food's amazing. To be honest, Chinese cuisine is one of the cuisines that I know the least about. And unless I have a friend who knows the cuisine, it's hard for me to step into a restaurant because it's so foreign to me. But, I mean, it's fantastic. What kind of cuisine you like most? You're familiar. I'm Middle Eastern, so I'm, I'm Lebanese. So Lebanese oh, you're Lebanese. Cuisine, yeah. So Lebanese cuisine for me is number one. But I really like Korean and Japanese. What is that? The Amir is from Lebanon. Amir and Bustan are both. And Bustan. Yeah. Those two are huge. But it's funny because all the people who I know who are from Lebanon, they don't, they like don't eat there. They yeah, don't exactly. Like they don't think it's the same good. Chinese food. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. So it's, I, I, I like it though. But no, no criticism. It's just, it's but a do good, you speak like, the, the, Do you speak Arabic as well? I unfortunately I not yet, but it's okay. my plan to start learning. Okay, okay. So you are French English, French and English. That's yeah. amazing here. Yeah. I always say like in Montreal, if you speak French English, it's a heaven. Yeah, you have a, to though. Yeah, like because I grew up here, so I had to yeah. learn French. Yeah. But I do have friends who grew up here and don't still don't really know how to speak it, but they understand it. But knowing a second language is so important. Exactly. I'd like to know five or six by the time. I don't know. I don't know what by what time, but for no. me, it's English and Chinese. Mm -hmm. uh, French is point zero level. Well, you know, it's funny because just knowing those two languages, you could speak to the majority of the world. A lot of people, yeah. So you know, the number one and number two most spoken languages in the world. Yeah, Chinese is very important for me. Like I, some news you have Chinese internet communities for sure. A lot of crazy stuff going on there. But you learned that obviously just growing up in China, right? So that yeah. was your first language, and then yeah. you learned English. Did it take you a while to learn English? Was it was it long and hard? Mm, I would say when I the the high school from high school because I'm from countryside, so we started only high school learning English. But if a city from probably from primary school, mm. so I started late. But still, all the... So you learn English in growing up in China, yeah. usually? Yeah. Mm. I feel like everyone should know a second language. It's just so important to be able to communicate with other people. Especially English. I think it's... Um, but it's not very correct to say that in, the, in Quebec, in Montreal. To say English is very important, right? I suppose the French is very important. That's what that's what they say here. French is important here. 
but like um, the information perspective, like English give you a lot of access to information. Mm -hmm. There are just more people who speak it. And Especially on the internet, a lot of interesting stuff. They're in English a lot of time. The, the, the comedy, I like comedy. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it happened to be the English the most the, the, in comedy or those kind of entertainment, right? The interesting people, the, the thinkers. Like even different in Europe, I find a lot of them, they, they kind of express their views in English as well. And there's a lot of really mm -hmm. top thinkers, like they have their own idea, that matters on the left or on the right. And if they want to be a top speaker, they have to say it. Yeah, exactly. So Because the majority of people who need to listen yeah. to it are speaking English. Yeah, exactly. So it's really amazing. Like Especially I like people's ideas. Like mm -hmm. uh, I, I watch a lot of YouTube videos also mm -hmm. the podcast as well to sure. so find different people like the lady like from montreal mm -hmm. i found out her by listening to joe rogan mm -hmm. and uh, it's like you see different people's ideas mm -hmm. like uh, they had their own life experience to explain to you mm -hmm. what they went through mm -hmm. what the you know what and the uh, only way to know that is to be able to actually speak to yeah you. exactly you that's why i i'm big fan of english to mm -hmm. to to be able to understand more people from even haven't been there but i know Ah, oh, that's interesting. The people, the top people from there, they, they have some opinion about what's happening over there. Yeah, it's really super super lucky yeah. because that's my uh, that's my passion. I have also another passion is playing soccer. Even yeah. I'm really suck. A lot of people saying like I really suck at playing soccer. My all my teammates are, <laughs> but uh, but if you like it, you like that's it. the only hobby I can keep right now. I would like to do a lot of things. But with the the COVID, with the business, I have to take care. Mm. The only thing I can keep today is playing soccer. Mm. I I give up everything else. Right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's tough. But it's uh, it, it's interesting. I'm super lucky to be able to uh, have time to, uh, especially when I'm relatively young, mm -hmm. like in my twenties. I spend way too much time learning English. To to see if if That's you great. can if you can understand people's idea. Yeah. The first language, you know, first-hand mm -hmm. stuff they out of their mouth. For sure. Yeah, that's really a blessing. Really amazing. I have, at least I can talk to people like you. Yes. People like Dan or like out right. of Montreal, and uh, that's how you make your connections, right? Yeah. And especially like it's amazing. I could get the inspiration from you guys mm. when they were when I'm when I'm super tired. I want to give up. Probably I think of. This crazy guy is so like working hard, <laughs> try different ideas, put into actions. Seriously, you life is a puzzle. Yeah, you just... you're super young, and then when I was, you know, when I was young, I kind of, you know, I was dealing with the inferior feelings. <laughs> I, yeah. I did not have my ambition. I just like uh, mm -hmm. maybe just think about, thought about something. I I was dealing with like some people treating me unfairly, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, joking, well. mocking me. Like, <laughs> how yeah. dare you mocking me? So, so you teach them. Yeah, yeah exactly. Look at what I'm doing now. Yeah. Look at what you're doing. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I try not to compare myself to anyone in life, but you know, sometimes it's good to yeah. it's good to check back in on people and be like, oh, what are you doing with your life? Oh, not much. Okay. Well, great. I'm doing a lot. Good stuff, though. Life is life is complicated. I mean, I'm only. 23 so i don't really know much but actually is this still recording no do you want it to no it's it's, it's stopped because i, the... I paused it ah when um 
This, I, I, this was probably they were probably not on at the same time. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Because I thought like uh, the the time we lost. No, because it only records for a certain amount of time before it cuts. Oh, really? So I think it hit thirty minutes and then it cut. Okay, okay. And then after that, I just turned it off. Yeah, we lost a lot of good minutes. Was it off for a while? Last time I checked, was it tell me it remind you like less than twenty percent or something? Okay. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. So mm -hmm. probably lost thirty minutes, twenty minutes. That's okay. Oh, it's fine. There's a lot yeah. of good stuff yeah. in here. Yeah. No, this has been great. You want to eat more? I'm okay. okay. Thank you. Two minutes or three minutes or mm -hmm. something. Just eat more. <laughs> this is. Uh, yeah. All right. Fine. fine. I'm like I'm full, but I'm like yeah. You know why, why not? You don't waste food. I got food. nothing to lose. That's you. You know you're right. So my my grandmother always says that no waste food. Thank yeah, you. I don't waste food either. I usually I don't eat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I eat, I eat a lot. Can't waste if you're not eating it. Tomorrow I'm gonna. No eating for the rest of the week. Yeah. Good. Have a soccer game every Saturday. It's our tournament. We mm. we join the tournament mm -hmm. like uh, organized by a local. Uh, some guy they organize like a tournament. Seven team compete. Where do you guys play? What part mm -hmm. of the city? Brosan. They have uh, mm -hmm. more fields there. Mm -hmm. So the tournament is in like a complex? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. No, outside. Outdoor. Mm -hmm. But there's a bunch of fields next to yeah. each other? It's the artificial okay. field. Oh, cool. Tough. Cool. Pretty good. That's great. Soccer is amazing. The team. Do you do you guys like you have uniforms and everything? Like it's a full league, or is it just kind of like it's our on team? Sundays, by the way, play for fun. It's for fun, but we have our own uniform. Cool. Our own logo uniform. That's so cool. And we have uh, together. Our team was um, started like two thousand eight, so fourteen years already. Wow. Yeah, so and almost same bunch of group. Some people left the city. Wow. Yeah. For a lot of guys, they, they moved to Toronto, Calgary, United States. Some no. people just left Montreal for different reasons. Mm. Have new people joining, they move to Montreal. Are they mainly Chinese on the team? Well, only Chinese because we chat. We, um, only people like we play and then we, um, we chat. Then you hang out and stuff. Yeah. Uh, That's amazing, we finished all the food. I know. That's a kind of a good ending. <laughs> no, it's perfect. It was a good amount of food. Everything was really tasty. Thank you. And we'll have a good chat. For sure. Even some of the not on the video. <laughs> yeah. Off the video, we still had a good chat. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's, it's been. We did not go out had a fight. <laughs> no, yeah, it's continuing. Yeah, we paused it. We went out. We fought a little bit. That's why you notice my eyes a bit. It's a bit closed. Yeah. Get that blood dripping down my forehead. Clearly, I didn't land any punches. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, the video was a little bit patched together, not because we did not want to show you something. No, we because we ran out of battery. We weren't hiding anything. No, that wasn't it. We swear. We swear. We weren't hiding anything. No, nope, not at all. No, it's been great. Our virtual iPhone 
12 Pro battery died while using my own iPhone 11 Pro. This is the last we're going to see of the waitress. No, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> How dare the battery die? Yeah, we forgot to charge the phone. That's the lesson. Make sure to charge the phone. Or last time we uh, one episode we lost the audio because we I forgot to charge the the microphone, <laughs> the wireless microphone. <laughs> no, you have to try all the mistakes. Mm -hmm. My um, I mean, the amount of times like so this microphone. Anytime I turn my camera on, it turns on. Every time I turn it off, it turns off. But for that's only recently I've been using that. So before, I'd have to turn my microphone on manually. Okay. There's so many times where I would film something for a long time, and then I check, turn my camera around, and it was off. You have no audio. Yeah, that's, that sucks. That is the worst feeling. I just worked so hard. I have nothing to show for it. You want to take no, the green beans? Go ahead. You take that one. I take this one. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. Yes. Okay. Let's do it. I like that teamwork. So we literally we finish everything. Everything. I don't want to waste anything. Let's get exactly this bottle. Thank you. Quick cheers. Mm. Cheers. Sake is pretty good. Very good. Has a nice aftertaste. Don't forget to bring your own, mm. bring the two coffee mugs. Thank you again. Mm. They're super cool. I really like the quality stuff. Mm -hmm. I like it more because you said you didn't make that many. So I feel honored. 50 total. 50 in total. How many do you have left? Maybe 10. Mm -hmm. About 10 because we have 32 episodes already. Some loyal, some good customers, loyal customers. They. Hey, one time there's one customer came like, can I buy it? Like, no, I don't sell, but I can give you for free. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, that seems like a good deal. No, no that's great. If there's anything, um, I mean, yeah, if ever you feel like you could handle a crazy night, I would love to try and fill this place up. But I have to get the kitchen staff on top of it. Yeah, that would be, would be challenging, to be honest. I could yeah. find waiters, but cooks, I could I can't but do, they do they speak Chinese? No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't give you that much. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we can find out. I, I, one day, if you have more time, I show you how we work. For sure. Yeah. Show you how yeah, to work. be interesting. Yeah. Also, myself, I want to. I guess one time we had one guest is a chef, a cook, mm. a sous chef mm. of a. I guess it's, at least Western cuisine. Okay. So one day I want to, you know, learn something about like Western cuisine, Italian, French. Because oh, so, I have friends who cook, but they don't cook Chinese food. I want to know how their kitchen, how they organize their kitchen. I read a book about uh, how, manage a kit, how to manage a kitchen or restaurant. Mm. I'm really curious about how do they manage their kitchen so I can learn. Do you ever watch Anthony Bourdain? Ever heard of him? In Montreal, right? 
He's he did Mar one in Montreal. But have you heard of him? Hmm. Anthony Bourdain? He, um, so he, he's dead now, but he's a CNN, old CNN reporter. Okay, okay, no. He did. He's an ex-cook, so he used to work, he used to be a chef. He wrote a book called Kitchen Confidential. Okay. It became really famous, New York Times bestseller. Yeah. Put him on the map, and then he started doing a food tour. Where like he had a food show, but he would tour and showcase the culture, but also the food. And his mind works really well in terms of a cook who does cool stuff. So if you're interested in that, I think reading his book, Kitchen Confidentials. I look it up. Yeah. I, I did read one book about managing. It's uh, English as well. That's yeah. how it's my Bible. You know, yeah. it's like I have the idea of yeah. how to run a restaurant front and back. Mm -hmm. So that's the knowledge I got. <laughs> like, For sure. Yeah, one book I did from first page to the last, mm -hmm. from cover to the end. Mm -hmm. I did finish that book. And, yeah, I still ha want to have, you know, just not doing, I want to have some theory. Even the theory is not matching what the, what we have right, right now. Right, right, right. But I try to, you know, put them, match them, try my best. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's great. That's great. So, uh, you're probably gonna go. Yeah. Uh, okay. Is something you want to say at the end of the video? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah if you, I if, guess you're a pro. Just you, give you a minute or something. Sure. If you're from Montreal, or you ever visit Montreal, you have to come to Andai and have some amazing Chinese food. But more importantly, you have to have a conversation with Fei Gang because he's amazing. If uh, I'm not busy in the kitchen. If you're not busy in the kitchen, yeah. <laughs> if you can see him in the Brazil T-shirt. Yeah. Then you've got to reach out to him. I have a backup England. <laughs> yeah. Have a back -up, yeah. Okay. So is it red? Uh, white, white, one? white, white, white. So if you see, if you see a soccer jersey, yeah. it's usually the owner. Yeah. And no, this has been really cool. I appreciate yeah. it. Um, yeah, it's been really awesome. Yeah. My channel's YouTube channel is called Sprout S P R O U H T. Yeah. If anyone wants to check With it out, H. extra H, extra H. The H yeah. is for humans, human connection. Yeah, exactly. But this is really cool. So, yeah, no, I appreciate yeah. it a lot. Really appreciate Will. Will, yes. Nice. It's been amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for being here. Of course. Okay. Anytime. Yeah, we'll finish here. Yeah. Great. Thank <laughs> there you. we go. No, it's so cool, man. Thank, Thank you. you.